Hi, and welcome to Heads or Tails. My name is Jasper Jett. And I'm Eric Tamer. Alright, and we are sorry for no episodes last month, but things are sort of crazy everywhere right now. And so it was just easier, it was going to be really hard for us to find the time to record episodes and do everything like that, and so we took a little break. We announced it on Twitter, but it was unplanned, and so that's where we've been. And then this month we are getting back into it, but it's just been so crazy. We're doing something kind of different this month, just something easy and light and stuff, because... Not only is everything kind of a mess right now, but we are also making some changes to how we're doing the podcast, and we need more time to get it worked out. So, for this month, we are just going to be talking about basically animals that we've owned in the past, and just kind of telling stories about them. Just something really easy and lighthearted. And, um... We're keeping the order. Last time we flipped to see who was going to go first, and I was going to go first, and then it would be Eric second. Um, we're going to do that this month, and then we're going to just carry it over into next month for when we do the actual episodes. And uh, that's it. We're just telling stories. We don't need any sort of disclaimer or anything, but just fun. Alright, and um, with all of our openings out of the way, why don't you tell me about all of the animals you have owned? I've had I've had quite a few in my day. Fun. Mostly mostly little pets, uh and mostly uh with my dad who let us have cool pets because my mom is not a fan of most living creatures. Um but t together, me, my dad, and my brother had, like, a whole little collection of all kinds of fun things. But I think I'll start with with right now, with what I've got right now. Right now, I only have one animal. Her name is Graham Cracker, and she is a guinea pig. Uh, and I want to start out by saying that before I got her, I uh, was not aware that they need to have friends. They, they don't do very well on their own. And so I spend a lot of time with her. I have a little uh, pen that I keep her out out of her cage with. And she sits with me while I watch TV sometimes. Uh, but the upside is that uh, my girlfriend in Florida also has a guinea pig. And she loves guinea pigs. And so when we move in together, Graham will be getting a friend. Otherwise, I would get her one. But we probably don't need three in our little apartment that we'll live in but she's fun she likes to scream at me mostly early in the mornings that's really it she eats a lot she likes fruit she likes watermelon she's very soft and uh she bites uh but, a lot of animals bite. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't ready for it because, uh, well, I, I got her because I'm, I started living on my own and I was like, I want, I want a little friend to, to keep me company. And what I really wanted was, uh, well, I wanted a snake, but nobody would let me have a snake. I wanted a, so I wanted a rat. I had a rat growing up, which I'll get into, 
uh, and she was a sweetheart, and that was exactly what I wanted, because it would sit on my shoulder and just hang out with me, uh, and it was suggested that I, I get a guinea pig, because it would be similar, but, yeah, she bites. So, I'll pick her up and take her out of the cage and let her hang out with me, uh, but she, she bites when I pet her too much. <laughs> but, she's very cute and very funny, and I can't wait for her to finally get her, her little friend. Uh. But I can roll right into the rat, which was so much fun. That was one of my favorite favorites that I had. Um. They're just great, and it makes me really sad, and the reason that I couldn't get one that I got a guinea pig instead was that most pet stores I have found just don't sell them anymore. People just don't like rats. They don't. Which, I get it, but my rat was nothing but a little sweetheart who sat on your shoulder and just rode around with you. Uh, her name was Emily, and she was kind of weird as far as rats go, because she just hated the wheel. We had one of those little wheels for her to run in, and she just hated it. She never used it. Um... We tried to get her one of those little hamster balls so that she could run around the house, and she hated that, too. She only... She just liked to chew on things and be held. Those were her two hobbies. Um, Mood. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that rat. We probably... You probably shouldn't do this if you had a pet rat. We made a lot of bad pet decisions as kids, me and my brother, but... Uh, we used to give her Cheez-Its sometimes. Uh, which, a, a rat can eat a lot of things. They can't eat anything. There are things that are toxic to rats, but it's not like an animal that if you if you gave it a Cheez-It, it would have horrible health problems. It's just, you probably shouldn't be feeding your rats Cheez-Its. But it's fun when you're eight years old. It's so much fun to eat a bag of Cheez-Its and throw one at the rat and hold it in her little hands and eats it like a person. <laughs> uh, we had tons of animals all at one time We had the rat We had a uh, My dad at the time worked in construction And if there were If you could catch little animals Outside You would bring them home uh, I would just like to state for the record Don't do that Don't do that Don't either. do that Don't do that either <laughs> uh, Now that I'm an adult I look back on Uh the majority of the pets that I've owned and think that was bad. Everything about that was bad. And I'm going to get into that, uh, especially when I talk about the snakes that I owned, because I now know a lot about snakes in particular. They're my favorite. They're sort of my specialty. And I, I look back on how we kept our snakes and it was bad. So my, uh, my little half of the episode is how not to keep, how not to keep your animals, what not to do, like grow as a person and educate yourself. <laughs> um, it, it is what it is It's in the past I can't do anything now But We have a lot that we uh, Took from outside uh, That we kept with us for a long time And I think the first one that we got was this Big old frog uh, And me and my brother by the way Were both as children, also really bad at naming animals. Uh, 
which you'll sort of pick up on that theme throughout me going through my pets. Uh, the frog's name was just Leaper. Uh, and we had a bunch of little frogs, too. I don't remember most of their names, but I'm. it was definitely stuff like Jumpy and stuff like that. Like, little kid names, things that kids name their animals. Like, we're bad at naming animals. The, the frog was cool. The big frog was cool. It was a northern red-legged frog. I remember looking that up. Uh, they're just cool. Definite, definitely fun to watch eat if you throw crickets in there and watch them get them. Definitely also, if you want a frog, buy it from a pet store or a breeder. Don't catch them. Uh... We hit the frog from outside. We had the lizard that I looked up before the episode because I, we never really knew what kind of lizard he was. It was just sort of a thing where he just came home in a bucket with my dad one day. We don't know what kind of lizard he was. So I looked it up. He was a northern alligator lizard, which is something that is kept as a pet, I guess. Not very commonly. Um. That thing was wild. That little lizard. It was kind of weird because his name was Rex, by the way. That was kind of the only one that had a decent name. It let my That's a solid name. It is a good name. That's a good reptile name. Um, I don't remember who named it. I think that's on my brother. But uh, if if the lizard was anyone's, it was my brother's because I think my brother named it and uh. I remember my brother being able to hold it, and no one else could hold it. That thing would freak out if you try to hold it, understandably. Um, also very cool to watch eat. And again, if you're interested in pet lizards, there's definitely pet lizards that you can get that are good pet lizards that you don't need to take from their natural environment. Um, like that, that will do better in captivity. If you know how to take care of it. Uh, he's a cool little guy. They get kind of, they get bigger. But we just had a little, little guy. Um, we had a big fish tank, and the the fish were a lot of fun. Just because we had so many different kinds in the tank. It was just kind of one of those things where we would go to PetSmart to get food for the other animals, and we would be looking at the fish, and my dad would be like, you guys want to get another fish? And yeah, of course we want to get another fish. But we had, like, the little neon fish. We had a uh, zebra something fish. Zebra. I don't know. Uh, we had one of those little sucker fish. He was my favorite, and he lived the longest out of all of the fish. Uh, and we had something called a Singapore Shrimp, and his name was Shrimpy. And that thing was so cool. It had, like, these little arms that had, they looked like suction cups. Uh, they would, like, come out of the arm and then, like, suck back in. Like, that was how it was eating, was, like, pulling stuff in with these little weird suction cup things. And they were, like, white, almost transparent, and he was very, very cool. And one of the other fish ate him. And it was very uncool. We were very upset. 
Yeah, fish, fish do that. Fish do that, and we, uh, like, we're somewhat aware of it, because, uh, I want to say the pet store that we got them from, uh, had, like, a chart up that said which kind of fish did good with which other kind of fish, um, and it's, it's said that the goldfish should do okay with the rest of ours. Because we had the goldfish in a big tank, and we were like, let's put cool stuff in there. Um, the goldfish was kind of a bully, though. He was very mean. He lived a very long time. Yeah, that, that tracks for what I, I remember of my goldfish. Yeah, well, he, he was really mean, and he kind of bullied everyone, and then that, uh, when that goldfish died, like, suddenly the tank was way cooler because all of the cool fish, like, came out of hiding. They were, like, scared of him. Uh, out of all of them, oh, we had, we had the little, uh, x-ray fish, too. Uh, the long ones that kind of look like they're upside down. I don't remember what they're called. I have, I have very little knowledge about actual fish. Uh, they were very cool, though. Like things that you can see through. See all the little bones. Um, I would have to say my favorite out of the fish tank was definitely the sucker fish who, uh, we named Spotty, but, uh, my dad kept calling him Sucky, and that just ended up becoming his new name. Which, very unfortunate for that little fish. Um, who we, if you have suckerfish, something very cool about them is that they do, like, sort of just grow to the size of the tank. And so... We bought him very tiny, like an inch long, and he definitely was like six inches by the time that he died. Uh, very cool. Also, there used to be a pet store in our hometown. I don't know if you ever went in there and saw this, but there was a pet store that had a giant albino suckerfish in like a tank. The thing was like... I did not spend a lot of time in the fish section of the fish store, unless I was looking at the turtles. Uh, yeah, I mean, the turtles are really cool. I would never own a turtle, I don't think, but... I would own a tortoise, but not a turtle. Uh, the thing, I think that, like, different pets do good with different people's personalities. I don't think that there are pets that are bad, but I don't think that I personally would do well with a turtle. Just like I could never own a bird. I'm not the type of person that could do well with a bird. I don't do good, actually, for as much as I love reptiles. I feel like with most reptiles, I like snakes. But I'm not super into lizards or turtles. Which I, That's fair. I like lizards. The thing is that I don't like feeding things bugs. And <laughs> that was what I learned through having the frog and the lizard was that uh, my dad would hand me the bag of crickets and be like, feed the feed the lizard, and I would just hold the bag of crickets and feel them jumping around in there, and it just made me want to die, really. <laughs> Especially because one, one thing that we did do good for our pets was that we bought, uh, and you should do this for any reptiles or anything that you own, is that we bought calcium powder and we dusted all of the crickets with it. Uh, that was... Like, I hated doing that, because you had to open the bag, 
and make sure none of them got out. There might be a better way to do this. I don't know. This is just how we did it. And you would scoop, we scoop the powder into the bag and then close it and just like shook it up. And I hate the feeling of shaking up a bag of crickets while they're all bumping around in there. It was awful. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like maybe I could, maybe I could get over it and do it. I probably could, but I do best with like snakes, something that I can feed something that isn't alive and an insect uh i know they make like like lizard food for certain lizards that you can do but i imagine that that's not the only thing you should be feeding them uh. very fun uh i think the the last little pet that we had uh and this one just absolutely hurts me in my deepest soul was we had a pair of garter snakes uh, that were taken and they were taken as babies which isn't quite as bad as taking like full mature breeding age adults from the wild but it's still not great um, and we had a pair and I just now knowing how to care for snakes like am amazed that they lived. Uh, they were cool. One thing we did get right was uh, feeding them. We fed them what they were supposed to eat. They were little babies. Babies can eat uh, earthworms. We fed them, we fed them earthworms. Um, they can be kept together. We did that right. Garter snakes are one of the only snakes that you can cohab like that. Um, where we went really wrong was the size of the enclosure. It was really tiny. And, uh, I was a little kid, so I honestly don't remember, I don't think that they had the lighting that they need. They had a, they had heat, they had a heat lamp, but I don't think that they had, uh, lighting. And that just makes me sad. But, uh, they lived, uh, until we moved. And then, uh, the second absolutely horrible thing that we did that you should also never do is that once you have a pet, don't take it back outside. We took the snakes back outside and let them go. Um, which, one, they were garter snakes that are already here, and so it wasn't releasing an invasive species, which is something that you have to be very careful about. That's why you never ever release your pets. Uh, that's all that I have to say about the snakes, really. We did bad with our snakes. We did not do our snakes very good. Um, which is why, uh, I have been, I have learned that before you get any sort of pet, you need to do all of your research, all of it, really extensive research. And yeah. those mistakes will I'm, be made again. I'm, I'm kind of, of the, like, the opinion that, like, before you take anything in your house, you should do like, a decent amount of research, but, like, especially anything that's, like, living and moving, you need to make sure you know how to take care of it, because especially with things like animals, they don't have a choice, and I'm not saying that to, like, guilt trip people into not having pets, like, your pets love you, and you love your pets, and I'm sure you're taking good care of your pets, it's just, I think, generally speaking, as with everything, people can generally do a little bit better, and it never hurts to do a little bit more research. Absolutely, and I feel a lot of people make stupid uh, pet choices and decisions as as kids, and that was the case, and it was 
just, you know, we were kids and we didn't know and, like, our parents didn't know. It was just like, ah, the kids have a pet. Um, so, as an owner or as, like, the parent of a kid who wants to own a pet, it's, you gotta do good. Um, the two other animals that I've had that we did take good care of because, uh, people know how to take care of them, it's just widely known, is, uh, cats and dogs. I had a cat, uh, me and my brother had two cats, they were both all white, uh, we aren't responsible for these names. They came to us with these names. This isn't on us. Uh, my cat's name was Pup Pup. And his cat's name was Shy Shy. And they were both all white. I have no idea how we used to tell the difference between them, but we did. We really knew. Um, and all I remember is that uh, Shy Shy ran away, and we found him weeks later on the porch of a much nicer house. Uh, so he abandoned us to live with rich people. Uh, pup Pup, we still have, actually. Like, I don't know. It's been like 12 years. That cat is ancient. Um, but she... She's still here. She's fat and lazy, like cats are. Uh, I'm not a cat person. <laughs> I I love cats, I, but I it's fair. Cats take a certain kind of personality. Oh, I I mean I I love cats. They're so cute, and I love coming over to people's houses and seeing their cats. I don't like owning cats, uh, and it's the thing I said earlier where you just gotta be the right type of person. I like. Uh, dogs where you kind of know where they're at all the time and they like to be pet all the time and they like having attention. I don't like that sometimes I don't know where the cat is or what the cat's doing. Um, and a, a lot of that comes from I, for a period of time, lived with cats that stayed in my bedroom all the time. Uh, and they got hair on and peed and puked on everything that I owned. And I, I hated those cats. <laughs> they were very sweet cats. But after, like, like the third or fourth ruined article of clothing, I just, not super into the cats. Uh. The dogs, on the other hand, I love. And here's the thing, is that we have, or had, a lot of dogs. Uh, like, every kid wants a dog when they're growing up, most kids. Uh, we had a Weimariner, and her name was Maple, and she was awesome, and we got her, and she was, uh, like, an older dog. She was, I think, seven when we got her, and so... Getting her at the age of seven, we weren't really prepared for the fact that she had, like, tons of energy and was weirdly strong for a dog of her size. Weimariners are, like, a medium-sized dog. She, like, ripped through a heavy-duty choke chain, I think. Yeah, she, like, bent the metal out of place on it and was able to escape. 
and I have I had for a long time that piece of the choke chain that she broke and we tried to bend it into place like with pliers and everything and nobody could do it I have no idea how that dog broke it it was meant for a great Dane <laughs> but she she broke it and she jumped the fence that was like at least five feet tall uh she got out and she attacked the cat um and she yeah she was just kind of destructive and had a lot more energy than we thought a senior dog would have uh and she would do stuff like uh she, i think she jumped out of the car one time and ran down the street uh she ended up going to another family who had other another weimariner where she uh had someone that could handle her better uh and now, of course, uh, they're not my dogs, uh, but my dad has got a ton of little dogs that I used to live with. Just a ton, just because, like, they just kept having puppies until they're finally all fixed. Uh... And it was like a situation where they bred puppies to sell and not all of them sold or we would get attached to one and we just kept amassing dogs. And, uh, I mean, they were, they're great. I didn't like little dogs that much until we, we had them and they're all great. I would have to say my favorite is one, uh, his name is Little Fellow. That's what we call him. I don't think that's his name, but that's what we call him. And he's probably the weirdest dog I've ever met. Because he doesn't move his legs like a normal dog. He, like, moves his two front legs together and then his two back legs together. But he can't move them separately from each other. So he, like, kind of gallops when he walks. He, like, hops around. And he does a handstand when he has to pee. And when he scratches his ears, he does it with both legs at once. It is the most bizarre thing ever. I don't know what's wrong with this dog. Like, his head is empty. The only thing he knows is he loves his little tiny tennis ball. That's the only thing that's in his little brain. Ball. That's all he knows. You see it in his eyes. There's nothing there but ball. I love that stupid little dog so much. He's just the weirdest little thing. Uh, I... I think, uh, I think he's a, a Malshi, which is a mix of a Maltese and a Shizu, is, I think, what he is. Uh, he's just so weird. You can tell there's nothing in that little head. And he, well, you'll, you'll throw the ball and he'll run for it and he'll smack his, he'll just, he won't stop and he'll smack his head really hard into the wall and you're like, oh my god, little fella, are you okay? And he just gets up, he's like, yeah, 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 ball, where's the ball? Like... Uh, he's incredible, that little dog. Uh, I like specifically like two dogs, and I'm gonna get into the first dog later, but the second dog is the mama dog that you had. I liked that dog. Uh, and no other. The one that kind of looks like a mop, a dirty mop, that one? Yes. Yeah. Very, very chill dog. Yeah, so she, her name is Rosie. I can get into talking about Rosie, because she, yeah, she was 
the reason that we have so many dogs was she was the mom. She started it. Is that uh, they bred her to one of their friend's dogs, and it just went downhill. Um, but I, I remember how we got Rosie because uh, she was uh, my. We were at my grandma's house, and my grandma's neighbor was selling two dogs. Uh, and we we convinced uh, my aunt to get to get Rosie, and she's a little shizu, and she's uh, black and dark gray, and she just looks like a dirty mop, and she really does just sit there, and that's she just likes to sit there with like touching you in some way, and that's it. That's all she does is lay around. She's very chill. Uh, until one of the other dogs gets in her space, and then she's not so chill. She's very chill with people. <laughs> but, she's just kind of weird looking. Um, we had her and we had one other dog, and this is the last one that I'm going to talk about. She was very special. I saved her for last. Uh, her name was Sadie. Uh... And she was half Rottweiler and half Chow Chow. Which sounds bad because they're both breeds that kind of get a reputation as being aggressive. Which, I've heard bad things about Chow Chows, but I've never been around one, so I can't say anything about that other than the fact that I know most aggressive dogs, it's just how you raise them. Uh, I know Rottweilers are like that for sure. But it was just funny because she was that mix and she was just the sweetest little angel dog. Uh, and she was like the perfect mix where she was like, she just had the body of a Rottweiler but the color of a Chow. Uh, and she was just special to the family because I want to say that they got her before I was born. Or around the same time. And so she was in the family longer than I was. And she lived, I want to say, to like 15 or 16. She was older than I was when she passed away. Uh, but she was just the family's baby. She was very, very sweet. Uh, she was just one of those dogs that liked to sit directly on your feet. Which is just great. And then she had that purple tongue that chows have, which is so cool. Uh, I just remember putting little bandanas on her, and I think that we painted her claws one time when I was a little kid. And she was very patient with us. I think they let us give her a makeover, and we gave her a bath, and we put her in a person's sweater, and we painted her nails. And thank you, Sadie, for letting us do that, and also for eating all of my pizza crusts throughout the years. Now I'm a doll, I have to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> we have too many little dogs to feed the pizza crust to the little dogs they'll fight she ate all my pizza crusts and I can't wait to have a big dog again so they can eat my pizza crusts so I'll eat them because I'm an adult I'll eat them but I'm not thrilled about it <laughs> uh, and that's all that I want to close with did you have anything to add I know that we talked not about not really yeah okay that's fine. I, I was kind of reminded of, of better parts of our childhood, though. It was nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
sometimes you get to remember that your childhood isn't all horrible, and that's fun. Definitely taking care of animals was the best part of it. For me. <laughs> Alright. Okay, well, I... Fun. I'm glad that this little uh, mini-episode that we planned is longer than uh, any of the other episodes we've recorded. It's just because I like to talk. <laughs> it's fair. So, um, I'll hurry up and bring this to an end. Uh, thank you for sticking with us through our little break and through this little weird episode. We'll get back to it next month. And, uh, I have been Jasper Jet. You can find me on Twitter, DeviantArt, and Toy House. I changed my username so that it's less confusing. They're all Lachesism. With three I's. L-A-C-H-E-S-I-I-I-S-M. They're all that. It's way easier now. And so is my coffee account. <laughs> uh. uh, and I am Eric Tamer. You can find me at Maka Dragon Tamer. Uh, M-A-K-A-D-R-A-G-O-N-T-A-M-E-R. Uh, on all my social medias, which are my Twitter and my Tumblr, and also my coffee, and you can also find me on Twitch. I'm not sure when I'm going to get back into streaming, probably when I'm in a different room than I'm in right now, um, which will hopefully be relatively soon. Um, thank you for hanging out with us while we talk about our animals and reveal that we have known each other for way too long. Oh, way too uh, long. <laughs> Uh, it's it's been a fun half an hour and we'll see you next time yep bye bye all right because i forgot to put it in the actual episode you can find this podcast at heads or tails 20 on twitter Heads or Tails official podcast on Facebook or email us at Heads or Tails official podcast at gmail.com.